Hello, I'm Donna Arthur off of this Haunting Halloween special episode of Wagner Arcane. The Occult Dolt here on a hairy home companion, henceforth known as a scary home companion, where year-round the show already sounds exactly like a ha- like a Halloween haunted house tape, like sound effect thing. And like if you've listened to the show before, like just the sa- like the creaking, the moaning, uh, the, the the disembodied voices. The messages that make no sense and must be esoteric uh, communications from the beyond. Like, only explanation for that. You're like, damn, they just, they just went for it. They didn't even wait for the song to start. Nope, regular show, just sound like this. Lots of mad laughter. Um, and foreboding. Um, anyways... Uh, I am Pursuit, cute, and incredibly stoned. In each episode, I try my damnedest to host a nice little comedy talk show while more high than a virus cleavage. Did you know they're prosthetics? Happy Halloween! It's Halloween, because I'm hosting it. And, um... Now that I think about it, in a lot of ways, I'm like a bad anti-Elvira. Um, like, the only thing we have in common is our cup sizes. But the difference is, is that she hosts horror films, and I'm a horrible host. Uh, uh. Like I said, it sounds like all the groaning and creaking. Uh, like, I would also be like... Even if you're near the show, be like, I get it now. You know, three minutes in, I understand. Uh, anyways, depending on the weed of the mood, which is why I could be horrible or not, uh, I can do each segment no problem. Other times, I won't be able to make it through, and who knows how it'll end up or where I'll go. That's why we start off each show with retractions and corrections, where I correct mistakes. Answer questions brought up in the previous episode, or tell you what I was trying to say in last week's segment, but it was too hard to get through to this week's Attractions and Corrections. What a dumb show. Uh, uh, oh, first one for the <laughs> update on the dumb show. Uh, oh, ghosts! Duh, uh, Retractions and Corrections. For this week, woo, happy Halloween! Oh, uh, I'm celiac, so I'm technically unbred, so it counts. Um, I, uh, yeah, supernatural entity, and to add to it, oh, I'm like a goo monster. I'm like very Cronenbergian, and I have a cold, and I missed out on all of my fun, wonderful Halloween plans, and I had a great costume. It was a devil, and I was really lazy because I was just like, oh, I'm just wearing my Tabby shoes because I have them for very basic marginal purposes. Uh, intentions, uh, because that's just the vibe I'm in right now. Sometimes you want to be desolate and mysterious and European, and some and like hope that people can tell 
you know, like you were a goth at some point in your life, like you're sending all the vibes in an esoteric way, and in an ectoplasmic way, because I'm blue my nose in a second, because I have a cold, and I, I'm recording from home sick, and yeah, like it says, like a goo monster. So it really is fitting on theme, and uh, yeah. But yeah, this is a special Halloween episode. Happy Halloween. I love the holiday. I'm getting there is actually a correlation with why gay people love Halloween. I like for historic reasons about they're like, oh man, oppression, but also resistance and joy. Like, what a cool thing. Uh, it's why we like, it's become a cultural thing. We love it. But, uh, you know. Maybe we'll get to it. I love Halloween and spooky shit. Like, I got a lot to say. I got I got thoughts about how everybody in all media throughout time has done Shirley Jackson so fucking dirty. And like, you know, ugh. nobody, everyone, I hated the biopic. I, I couldn't finish it. It was awful. And nobody knows what they're doing. And you're all wrong. You're absolutely wrong. Like, you make her into one of those, like, scary, like, she's, you make her into, like, I think you all think she's, like, that girl in middle school who, like, starts to try to, like, scare everyone and be like, I'm a wicked. And everyone's like, ooh, that's, like, a religion for the internet. That's dangerous. And, like, you know, hisses at you when you, like, get into a fight and you're like, you're stupid. And she just goes, or like threatens you with curses like everyone now makes her a like girl boss mouse and she's not she's something she's you're, you guys are dumb i don't like it um but anyways like all of the i mean have you seen the adoption of her books to media today are really awful and wrong and not hidden the vibe you don't get it Oh, but like, but, you know, it's girl boss that, neoliberal whatever, uh, versus like, you know, she got one movie in the 60s, and they had to like, be like, oops, it can't be about lesbians anymore, and so it's just gonna be real different, and like, like, it's this early 60s Hayes Code still doing it. Wait, was the Hayes Code so it, it was around for a while, but I can't help it. I do love, like, oh, one of my favorite, if you're looking for a, actually, this, this does fit in with the attractions and corrections, um, you know, and, uh, cause I want to give some Halloween suggestions, cause I imagine I'm a good one, because like I said, the homosexuals take Halloween seriously. I want you to have a good one, and, and that note, a genre of film that exists is like, because like, uh, they, they got, it's a good one, and it's a good one for Halloween, is like, Hayes era, like, psychosexual, like, thrillers, psychological thrillers, you know, like, uh, you, that are very lesbian or sexually repressed content. Some good shit. There's some crazy shit in there. You can go watch The Innocents. It's based on a Henry, what's his, James, Victoria novel 
Apparently screw, and you know who wrote the screenplay for that fucking Truman Capote? Truman Capote writing a screenplay starring Deborah Kerr, you know, 1961, Hays Code probably, yeah, I think the Hays Code was around the 60s, or like, you know, uh, late mid-60s, and then you can just show whatever you want, and then now they don't show enough, and, and it's, it, we're in a weird time. Political phenomena, like neoliberalism. Not fun, very bumpy, but I'm sure uh, in the future it will be. A, I don't know. <laughs> this is not fun. Um, but, anyways, but yeah, there is also, you know, the classic Rebecca, Jean de Fontaine. Also, like, if you see her around, you're like, ah, <laughs> something about lesbians and not. Wanting it to happen is gonna happen in this movie. You know, like, it's real spooky stuff. Black narcissists about failures of colonialism. And, uh, Deborah Kerr again, psychosexual, psychological thriller, but about lesbians and women. It's fun. So enjoy that. Happy Halloween. Like, you'll find the other. The haunting, I mean, like, they kind of, they, they kind of get it a little bit in the, I mean, I would recommend The Haunting, which is the 1960s adaption of The Haunting of Hill House by Shirley Jackson. There's also a early 2000s ones with, a, like, I kind of like it better in some ways, because instead of, you know, I think it's just more funny, just because, like, in the... You know, in the in the book, like the characters are, they're lesbians in love, and like, or they're experiencing. I don't know if they're both lesbians, but like they're experiencing a lesbian love together. You know, and then, uh, but in like, it's explicit. It's like a known thing, and it's like the story and the plot gets wildly wildly different. But they like. To make a very gay novel about lesbians, like, not gay, and I'm like, look, I love fucking Shirley Jackson, like, I want to go on Shirley Jackson Hodge to fucking Boston, I don't know anything about Boston, um, and I had to write fucking, uh, copy about Boston for a ghost tour I was working at, and I haven't answered their emails in a while, because I'm just like, I can't. I can't deal with the this organ. I haven't heard back from my editors. I don't know what to do. This ghost tour is bonkers. I guess I just don't write copy. I wrote maybe one day I will read to you from the copy I wrote for a ghost. You know, maybe that'll be the special segment at the end if I get to anything. I will read to you the copy about Boston I wrote for my ghost tour. Um, uh, like, side gig I was trying to have, and then the editor was like, it's really funny, but we can't, you're gonna make everyone, this, this is ridiculous. So I can read to you for that for Halloween, cause like, it was tour. Um, but anyway, I was writing one article, and they were supposed to have me do, like, this is such ghost tour drama. Oh my god, you're hearing it live on a Harry Home Companion. They were like, Donna, we love you. We want you to, like, kind of set the tone for the ghost tour vibes. And I was like, sure. 
I can do that. And then they had me like, I like memorize a ghost tour and a food tour. And um, I don't remember either. And uh, they were just like, we love you as the ghost tour person, but we want you to be like the food tour person because we feel like you would be the thing people come to see. And I'm like, that's a lot to say. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, I was gonna do all, I was gonna be like this wunderkind of a ghost tour, uh, and then I just start working as a barista, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm exhausted, and no one's booking me anyways, I give up, who's gonna go on a food tour, like, you can just look at Yelp and guesstimate, they've got Instagram influencers now that tell you where to eat, and in the area, and I love following them, and watching them eat lots of seafood, wonderful, fabulous, happy Halloween, Cronenbergian indeed, uh, anyways, um, if you, uh, would like to hear of, uh, another good time to have, sorry, I, I want to do the show, because I love Halloween, I want to tell you good stuff, um, and anyways, in case you're just like, oh my god, what is going on, like, what is happening, is this premonition I had in a dream last night, where BFM.FM got taken over by the disembodied rantings and ravings of the ghost of a Victorian era, uh, mad scientist, uh, after he's drunk a potion and he's turning, like, I don't know, you, I wouldn't blame you for assuming any of that, but just me, Donna Arky, uh, of the Harry Home Companion, here on BFF.FM, uh, you know, beefing it as always, <laughs> uh, cause first high of the day, I took a lot of day cool cause I had a cold, I guess, well, Ooh, this is kind of like my audio, you know, because you can't see me. I can't wear a Halloween costume to your house. So actually, me getting sick on Halloween weekend is me being really dedicated to my role of post here uh, on the Hellfire side chat with me, fucking Donna Arky. Uh, you know, because... Clearly, a possession is happening. Uh, anyways, uh, let me exorcist. Let me exercise. Exercise. Is it? That doesn't sound like the right way to say it. Uh, I'm, little, I'm real stoned. And if, because if you're having, if you're publicly worrying about if you're saying uh, exercise, right? Because it just sounds wrong. Like, like exercise with Richard Simmons. Uh, you know, that would be really cute. Someone should do that um, for, for Halloween. Richard Simmons, come out of retirement. We miss you. Uh, have your people call my people. It, it would be a very funny video. It would go viral. Everyone would love it. Um, well, yeah, I'm really stoned and stuff like this happens. Anyways, uh, if you would like to continue to have a good Halloween, um, clearly stop listening to this show right now, uh, and I would have you contact your lawyers, and they can speak to my Dracula lawyer. He knows 
the full extent of the job. <laughs> uh -huh. The Chinese are such bloodsuckers. You can't eat them, beat them, eat them. That's my advice to you, my legal advice to you here um, on my show. Anyways, um, more important Halloween things. If you live in the Bay Area, and if you do, I would really consider relocating to stay far away from... I'm sorry I'm like this. Uh, yeah. yeah like I said, I speak to the Dracula. He uh, will help you, you know, restart your life. I get it. Uh, anyways, uh, you, you, if you want to have a good Halloween uh, time and you live in the Bay Area, you can go see my favorite fucking thing ever. Which is Dragway Follies! It's a Halloween pup marionette show. It's fabulous. That's all I'm gonna tell you. I don't wanna spoil it. Wonderful time. Bad jokes. I like this show. Oh. <laughs> well, they have a structure and they have a purpose. I do not. Uh, but you know, same like friends, how fakings, you know, but there's this, they got, they got puppets, you know, embodying the supernatural at the moment. And I just, this wreck all the time, because uh, I have a cold and it's worse than usual. Uh, yeah, go see them. They're in Oakland. Uh, don't worry if you have lived here for a long time and you've never heard of it. I've literally known multiple people who were born and raised, like, in Oakland, in San Francisco, and they're like, I've never heard about it. But it's like, according to, you know, their website, they get like 10,000 visitors, so it's like a lot of people. Like, people show up, but it's like, not enough, cause you gotta see it. It's so fucking good. Uh, and then like the the guy who started it passed away recently, and then uh, it's just really sad. So they've been doing it. Like I'm glad they're continuing the tradition, and um, they also like uh, it's just so great. It's all volunteer. You should donate. Um, and they, it's a fun, it's just like a perfect Halloween time. And like, the guy who did it also built a bunch of audio animatronics. Like, he was just such a cool guy. And you can see all the ones he built, like, in his yard. You can see all the, like, he, he had, like, I think I went in, I don't know if we're supposed to go inside, but I kind of did on accident. Like, they have, they have the front door of his, because it's, it's driveway follies, because they did it all happen in the driveway of his house. It's just so cute and magical. And please go, and like, like, literally, people who've been born and raised here didn't even know this, like, existed. So don't feel bad. Just go. Uh, and, yeah, go look at the website, because I'm too stoked to tell you more. There's only one. It's lots of fun. You go see it. For Halloween. Big good recommendation. Anyways, uh, my, I'm gonna do the call for donations because I have more important local Bay Area Halloween time things to relay to you. And then another thing that I hope to get to, but we'll see. Uh, anyway, so donations now because I don't really got 
much else to tell you. I mean, the only other thing is, is that this is, I think, I remember what your eighth, ninth year anniversary of me traumatizing the one man band. Well, no, it's gonna be on Halloween. Halloween will be the eight or nine. I'm too stoned to remember. Your anniversary of me traumatizing the one man band man of Fisherman's Wharf. While I was dressed like John Hamm when he was on a dating show in the 90s, because I was on a fucking Tinder date. I didn't want to be on because I was in denial that I was gay. And I was like, fuck it, I guess I'm, I'm doing, I'm going on a date with a woman, bad man, on Halloween. And it was horrible. And I ran away and I blocked his number after lying and saying I had a, I had diarrhea. <laughs> And then I ran to Bart and blocked his number in the end. Um, yeah, it was, it's the anniversary of that. And just, wow, the layers. <laughs> in a way, in life, aren't we all contestants on a dating show? Anyways, I'll do the donation and then we'll just get into it. So, I am reading from the script now. <laughs> Have you considered donating to BFF.FM yet? You should! Not only is this such a unique community radio station that reflects and respects the diversity of the Bay Area, but it keeps weirdos like me occupied so that we don't become the ultimate superstars of communicating with the dead. Seance. Get it? Like Beyonce? Get yourself down to bff.fm slash donate where you can send a one-time donation or set up monthly recurring donations and be our bestie with benefits. All three ghosts will visit you Christmas evening and shake you down for donations. Yes. Do you know Victorian Christmases used to be real scary and about ghosts? I mean... They, that's where Turn of the Screw comes from. It's like a Halloween movie. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's a. It's it's technically a Christmas movie, <laughs> even though it's a Halloween movie. Like this is like the answer to the annoying, like you know, you can watch, you know, uh, you can watch. What's that movie with Bruce Willis? Die hard on Christmas, because it's a Christmas movie, but it's like, also so is, you know, uh, like, look who's talking now, because that takes place during Christmas, even though, like, it's, then you never see, like, like, I don't think you really see snow, and it looks really warm, and they're never, like, they're, they just, like, I don't think they really mention that it's Christmas, but they'll, like, zoom out, and it's like, oh, a Christmas tree, but nobody's... Which it looked like the summertime, like, I, I, I was not aware. Yeah, like, you know, people, like, you know, it was kind of like a, like, everyone's like, hee hee, this is very humorous to say in 2016. Well, you could do that with, like, I guess, innocence, but I don't, I don't think people are really gonna be like, they're gonna want to talk about this movie with, like, you know, like, oh, it's technically a Christmas movie, as well it's scary movie you watch on Halloween, you know, but maybe there's Dorcas Malorkai around you, that's your Latin name, because that'll be something I'll do, a wacky fact eventually, uh, but anyways, uh, let's do, 
a segment instead of me randomly telling you information about Halloween contingent subjects. And the first thing I'm going to do is also for Barry locals. Damn, that ghost tour. I see why they like me. I kind of am a natural tour guide, and I will tell you what to do when you are in the Bay Area, because I like talking about it. It's fun for me. It's enjoyable. Uh, if you ever, like, what should I do on a, uh, like, on a trip, I'll be like, here are some good things to do. But if you're, I don't know. I feel like I've been too broke to kind of be like, what should I do on a daily basis of life out here? So... Uh, when I get money, eventually, I will relay all that information of good things to do on a daily you living here basis versus a visiting here basis. But, if you're visiting here, I can put you in some good directions. I, I almost studied, uh, like, the reason I did anthropology in undergrad is because I wanted to study tourism. Because I think tourism and stuff like that is so fucking fascinating. And, like, I remember being a kid, like, I read, like, that, like, Travels Through Hyper-Reality thing by Umberto Eco. And I was like, oh, my God, that's what I already think about. That makes sense. There's, like, words for it. So I was like, you know, I like to sit and think. I'm real elderly. I like to think about those things. Like, what becomes real and not real. So, like, I was like... I'm gonna do tourism anyway, so I see why. Aha. They knew they could underpay me for very good results. Alright. There you go. Ghost tour. Very sneaky. Um, very strange. Maybe they have seances with, like, some evil forces from the beyond. Because, tricky. They get all the, like... Bitches like me who are desperate for work. Aha! Good good call. Well played, Ghost Ghost Tour 1 Donna 0. Uh, anyways, let's. Uh, instead of <laughs> hearing about my unfortunate uh, g- getting played by Ghost Tour, subsequent demise from embarrassment. Let's do a segment! Yes, let's do a segment! Which is this one! I am now reading from the script again! On a Harry Hope companion with me, .archeonbff.fm just in case you are tuning in and you're like, my god. I think I believe in exorcisms and like people actually being like, possessed by evil forces. And the devil, because this audio that someone's playing on BFF.fm for, you know, Halloween, because it's either for an avant-garde noise reason or a, like, podcast reason. And I've gotten, I've been like, is that a few times myself? So, you know, I could go either way. It's, but this is a wonderful radio station. They got lots of things you can listen to. Lots of people with good taste. One of my favorite people ever who has like the best music taste ever and I'm like damn you play all my faves and you always show me new things and you curate it so well. You should listen to Invocation of My Demon Sister. I love them. Wonderful. Oh, Sasha. Fabulous show. 
Like I said, I'm too stoned to give you any further information besides uh, the name of the show to you. Uh, but you can look it up. BFF.fm, everything easy to find. You know, I can only tell you good things. So, yeah. Uh, and more good things I can tell you about the Bay Area uh, will be related to you in this segment. God damn it. I shouldn't have done. I really need to stop doing first stoned of the day for the show. This is not a good idea. But anyways, we are, we are going to do the show, damn it. And uh, reading from the script again, uh, action, yes. Hi, I'm not Hulhauser, and this is California's Mold, a segment where I'm higher than the rent out here and talk about... Ugh. Oh, damn you, Ghost Tour. You knew what you were doing. I talk about my passionate love for weird and interesting local Bay Area and California-wide history facts. I'm a fool. Uh, anyways. Uh, so, very local history, but easy to access by bot history. That's real creepy and feminist and wonderful and stressful. Sometimes when you think too much about it, you're like, oh my god, what am I, why am I here? What am I doing? Uh, is that there? you can go to a cafe located... Oh, you go to a cafe located in a former mortuary that used to be the biggest one in East Bay. And it still looks... Oh, it still looks like a mortuary inside, like... They're trying to tone it down, but they, they, and there's therapist offices in there, and you can go to, they got a Christian, Christian thing in there now, and I, I don't know why that bums me out, and they, they like, painted like the, come to the Christian thing, uh, side over like, the very obviously like, very creepily cut out side, for the mortuary, because that is not only is this a mortuary, it is a freaking like over the top, gaudy, like ridiculous, fabulous storybook style mortuary that has not changed since it was built in the 1920s. And next to it is this other building that looks like an old church, and it, it says Marmot Mountain Works on it. And it used to be where they used to make those fancy jackets out of their headquarters. I guess the dead quarters, because that was the uh, uh, associated. I mean, the mortuary had a funeral parlor in it, but that was like the little. Well, I'll remember the name of it. I forgot the name of it. Little Chapel was something cute. Uh, <coughs> well. Yeah, a little, little Chapel of the Flowers. Yeah, adorable name. For a funeral parlor, and it was the dad quarters of Mount Marvich Mountain Works until recently. And they also, it also was a, a wedding, you know, chapel because, you know, earlier we were crowded with the head cold, but now we're getting like, like I said, this is the kind of stuff you see in the innocence with the script. Like I said, it's good. Like, if you want to have a good Halloween and kind of get legitimately scared, Innocent Scientist is the one. Victorian era, psychosexual novel. 
Twitter by Truman Capote. Drag name Hoppa Lee. You know, good stuff happens in there. You know, I think he wrote, he was writing in cold blood at the same time or, you know, it was a good era. Good stuff. I recommend it. Happy Halloween. Go see Dragway Follies too. And then go to the Zing Cafe at the former mortuary. Yes, Zing Cafe. And you can't go inside Barbie Mountain Works anywhere, but you look at it. But if you would like to have yummy vegan food out of the, uh, I think vegan Mexican food, Flacco's Tacos is in the building that used to be the flower shop and uh chauffeur uh, valet parking yes valet parking for the funerary all the funeral stuff there and yeah it makes sense because adelaide street used to be two real is a railway i'm pretty sure i'm stoned and i'm like was it yeah it was like where the tree tracks were and then there used to be another little town called Lauren that they got incorporated into it and if you walk through that part of Berkeley it feels it's technically Oakland it's really gerrymandered over there because of racism and redlining and because uh, this is predominantly like black and Japanese and like neighborhood and because it was like a little railroad town where agricultural workers lived uh, and it, if you walk through it, it's such a weird experience because even though it just is now looks just like a neighborhood in Berkeley, it feels like a, a tiny separate little town. It's really strange. It's really eerie. So that could be part. It's also near Ashby Bart, also walkable. There's also the Laces uh, uh, Gallery. Museum. It's like a store, and they sell stuff. It's so cool. They sell stuff for like every like textile art imaginable. Like they have like all the supplies, all the books, everything you need. Like for you know, like the really obscure textile arts, like hat making, and you know, like certain kinds of lace making. And then they also have like collections of like antique like wedding like you know orange blossom wax like really specific things things that i like that are kind of spooky and that could be a nice visit and rosa cafe i don't know if they're open yet i love them like the owner like his both he grew, he's, he grew up with the black panthers and both his parents were the black panthers and he's had he's so cool and has such an amazing life and he's like the best goddamn coffee and like the world like it's so goddamn good i'm like yeah it's the best coffee ever i don't want to go anywhere else and since they i, I know they're remodeling uh but i'm like which face open soon i haven't been able to go out for coffee because nothing's as good but you know z cafe's still good i've had a good time you know what i like a lipton black tea with a slice of lemon in it like any truman capote would and it's, I had a good time with that at Z Cafe, and I crave it, and I go there for that a lot. I'm just chilling. I don't, I, I know they have lots, of, they have lots of good offerings, lots of great snacks. Uh, I'm always like, yes, I love it here. Uh, you should go. They're so sweet. And if you ask them about, like, 
What's it like having a cafe in a mortuary? They will tell you things about it. And like, you'll, you'll hear some interesting stuff. Everyone has something to say. Everyone has some thoughts. Or I don't, like, you know, they're just sometimes they're like, ghost real or ghost not real, but I have something cool to say about, like, here's some like weird fact I learned or here's just like, Something I heard, like, you, you learn something about the building every time you go. And again, you know, this is, this is for me to you. Have a wonderful, happy Halloween, baby. Like, that's a good day trip. And, um, anyways, uh, yeah, you should, you should go. It's, like, beautiful. So, it was built, let me tell you information about it. Sorry, I am still to the point. Uh, so, it was... Built in 19... It used to be called, uh, let's see, Hall Undertaking Company. Uh, they, they, they opened the, uh, the, uh, the mortuary in 1924, and it was like the most opulent, and it looks like a fucking fairy tale. It is, it is a storybook style building, it, like, which is just like my favorite style of building, like, ever. Like, I want to live in one of those houses one day. It'll never happen. I can, like, maybe touch one, but I'll never, ooh, well, you know, unless, you know, we go with the psychosexual thrill, all the psychosexual stories I've seen, and I can, like, assume someone's identity, or I could, you know, like, do some kind of, you know, there's ways I could get my way into one. If I have, you know, don't look in the attic, please. But, you, you, uh, Halloween! Uh, happy Halloween! Uh, I won't do that. Don't worry! Oh, God. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's so freaking cute in there, and, uh, you should go visit it. It is, um... Uh, what is it? 3051 Adelaide Street, uh, Ashby Bart. It's all right there. You could, you could have. Oh, it had, it was, it had a lot of stuff in there. It had, it was a one-stop shop for all your funerary needs, from insurance office to a bombing room, which is now a office space and private apartments. I don't know for who. I guess. You know, you, you, happy Halloween, you know, sometimes it gets psychosexual like that in horror films, you know, so it's on topic, on theme. Anyways, and then, oh yeah, then the little chapel of the flowers that Margaret Mountain Works was uh, operating, operating out of for a second. It, it, they, they, they added that little chapel of the flowers in 1928. And it has a little onion dome, and it looks like you're in Anatevka. It's so cute. I always call it the Anatevka part of Berkeley, because there's also like a Russian Orthodox church or something like they're all on the same block. It's real bonkers. It's it's a and it's like Adeline Street is like so used. I love it. I, I love it there, but it's like so useless because it's like all antique stores. There's nothing useful there. Like you you die of starvation. But it's all antique stores. And it's all. There's a really interesting part. A lot of interesting history over there. Uh, but anyways, it's also by Brooklyn Bowl. You can go. Have a snack. You can see what all the Bay Area lesbians like to talk about. Why? Why? Why do we venerate it? 
You know what? I let's make gross out cool again. I miss we all <gasps> gentrification is happening because I used to be we used to love talking about gross out. The homosexuals out here, we did. And now we're all like Buckley Bowl. Oh my god, look at this. We're so bougie, why? Uh, we don't gotta be, we should be bougie and do Halloween stuff. Like, go have a coffee at Zing Cafe in the form of mortuary. And go have some yummy vegan food at Flacco's Taco. It's a whole date! And like, if you play and play your card, you play your cards right, you can get there on a day where Thai Temple is happening, you know, the brunch. Oh, so good. Uh, I wish I wasn't broke, because I'd go all the goddamn time, but when you're broke, you, you gotta think about it at home. Um, and then you go there, and then you can go to Laces and look at all the scary things, because they've always got something weird and Victorian on display. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. See, the little town that used to be a regular town, and now it's inside a big, I don't know what you do. I like to walk around and look at old houses and talk shit about them or say nice things. Like, I like this house. It looks good. I would live in it. Or, this house is dumb. It looks like a Taco Bell. Why? You know, I love to judge houses and have opinions about them. I walk around with my girlfriend and talk about it with her and we'll do it for hours. And we'll be like, what a great day together. We just talked about fucking houses. Uh, anyways. Uh, you can do that, because that's what gay people do on dates, and, uh, you can, uh, you know, even if you're not gay, gay people <laughs> historically love Halloween for reasons, I think it was, like, one of those days where it's like, aha, we can get away with cross-dressing and certain homosexual relations in public that we usually can't, and, uh, and we have to do it, like, very hidden and very, very, very in private. And uh, that actually brings me to the next segment, which is from the desk of Donna H. Arkey. I am now reading from the script. I wish I had someone who was technologically advanced to help me because I don't know how to do anything where they're like, I am now announcing the segment with a new song or, you know, a sound or some way that you would know besides me saying I am now reading from the script uh, and, and I just I, can, we, I need help I don't know how to do these things but anyways I am now reading from the script this next segment is called from the desk of Donna H. Arky which is where my stoned ass does my best to tell try to tell you about my hot takes thoughts opinions on a variety of subjects or Let's just talk about things that I think you should know about, or things that I'm super interested about this week, or whatever. I don't know. Also, I don't actually have a middle name, I just randomly chose the letter H because it sounded good. But let's say that the H stands for high, because that's what I am. And in the vein of, is it a Halloween movie? Is it a Christmas movie? Because, but I don't think it's happening for like the spooky Victorian, you know, reasons. I think it's just, I don't know. Well, I, there's a lot I don't know about this movie slash play it was based off of. I don't get it. But uh, basically, uh, we're talking about the movie uh, Bell, Book, and Candle because, you know, we keep 
keep up to date here. It's ever since we've gotten down here at the bunker, it's been, you know, fine. I mean, Vincent Price has been over there having a hard time, but we're all right down here after the, you know. Whatever happened to make this Halloween special with me, Donna H. Arky, here on BFF.FM, you know, come into this Halloween movie type scenario, people in a bunker. There's some kind of menace outside, who knows? But speaking of a menace inside, because that's how politicians and people used to talk. I mean, they still talk about, about getting trans people that way. But through the magic of neoliberalism, we talk about it in, a, in, a, in homo-nationalism and good stuff like that. Uh, we, we still we still talk about it, but in a way that seems more friendly-like, and people sometimes agree with it against the good judgment. Yes, they would, if they knew what they were agreeing with, they'd be like, "Oh no, that actually infringes on my rights," or "That's actually really bad." Uh, but uh, you know, you, you make it look cute, you girl bossified. You can get away with anything. But anyways. Back when, before they invented that, I mean, they were still doing that in some ways. I mean, not always. We were always doing that. But it's, it's, they weren't girl boss, bossing it. That's the only difference. Like, they always, like, you know, are like, here's something that sounds like it's good for you, but it's actually not. But, you know, it wasn't girl boss, you know. You know that vibe. You know what I'm talking about. You know, there's a certain neoliberal genetic wall to it. It's just, it's just a little different. Um, but, same, you know, it's always happening in history. Uh, and, and then on that note, that's what Bell, Book, and Candle is about. This historic gay film. It's about witches! You can watch it for Halloween. It's takes place during Christmas. It occupies the same murky theological grounds of movies such as Edward Scissorhands and Never for Christmas. My god, why is Tim Burton like He's weird. He, I don't like him. I watched Sleepy Hollow recently. Didn't like it. But watched Kaidon recently. Loved it. Watched them on the same night. Crazy experience. Like, I got, I'm not gonna say, I like the junk, you know, it was like junk food movie for Halloween, it was good, but kind of was like, ah, here we go, let's, this is good stuff, and it's still funny, that's another good scary movie you can watch, that movie, 1960, oh my god, I can only give you information from the 60s, like I said, or maybe instead of like being in a bunker for Halloween horror reasons. It's like that Brendan Fraser movie where they're like, oh, well, that nuclear war is also very Halloween-esque. So, still fits in with, you know, the theme of today. And like I said, uh, you know, because I can't wear a costume for you to see. You can only hear me. I got a cold and I'm a booger slime. I'm a slime monster. I'm the thing. And this is my audio costume for you. So like you said, like I said, take it very seriously. But anyways, I watched Bell Book and Candle recently for Halloween because I did not remember that it had Christmas in it. Much like the movie Brazil, which you now are like, yeah, it is a Christmas movie too. And I, I saw that for Christmas recently and I was like, yeah, it's a Christmas movie and I forgot. 
um, it was good stuff. Uh, but anyways, uh, if you want to talk about psychosexual lesbian Wetson, that's a movie where that happens too. Like I said, it's a genre. It's a good time. Like, I like, it happens all the time, all over the place. You got Persona, that's a movie, that's pretty scary. But it's not like, it's a horror film in a way, kind of like how Brazil is a horror film in a way. Brazil's a lot. But anyways, uh, but I, I have to talk about this movie, this complicated movie, which is Bell, Book, and Candle, and what I noticed about it. Because Bell, Book, and Candle, it's pretty much like, What's a good allegory for gay people? Oh yeah, witches. Cause they know we're annoying bitches and we all like Berkeley Bowl more than ghosts and that's what's wrong with us. We've changed so much. Uh, anyways, um, they know, they know what we're like, but they're probably writing the script. I mean, if they got Truman Capote, you know, they got, they got everybody there. Someone who's seen happily perform has been there. Um, also, if you're looking for last-minute costume ideas, you can refer to my ongoing list of drag names. Two that come to mind that would be great last-minute costumes are Auntie Maimed and uh, Surgery Gainsbourg. And uh, you can also be Parkour Posey. That would be funny. Uh, anyways, uh... The important thing I gotta tell you is that I watched I watched that movie, alright? I don't remember what I'm saying. I'm stunned to the bone. I have a cold. Leave me alone. I was watching that movie and I realized, oh my god, there's a like I you, you know, I thought you all you probably were thinking like, Don is gonna tell us some gay history about this and Halloween and tie it up all together. Probably not. There's ten minutes left in the show, which is a Harry Home Companion here on BFF.fm with me, Don Arky. But we'll, we'll see what I do and what I don't do. Um, but maybe I'll bring it up next week in Retractions and Corrections. But what I'm going to talk about is a weird thing I noticed, which is that when I watched Bell Book and Candle, I noticed something about Jimmy Stewart. And it is that when... He looks like a football. He's just getting tossed around. The poor old man. And they're like, here, you're 50. You'd be a great romantic lead for a 24-year-old. And the people will like it. And they didn't make people uncomfortable. You don't, see, that's where I'm like, sometimes I'm like, damn, maybe it's good we got the girl boss stuff because I don't need to see that anymore. Because um, Jimmy Stewart and that, like, here, I'm a young, sexy, like, bisexual, because the movie is like, I'm a young, sexy, bisexual woman, I mean, witch, witch, and witchcraft is hell for me, and you want to do it, but you shan't, no, and I knew that you're, you're dating my mortal enemy from Wellesley, one of the seven sapphic schools, you know, it's real heavy, they lay it on thick, you're really thinking I'm going to talk about how he's up, no, anyways, but I'm just saying, is. I'm so sorry. Uh, but, so Jimmy Stewart, this movie, I noticed something about Jimmy Stewart in the film, in this movie, and it is that he has a very, because speaking of like the, the sapphic thing, the school thing, uh, his, he has a very helpful ex-girlfriend who paints really good paintings named Merle. And I'm like, that's so weird because in fucking, because 
He's the lady playing the hot, sexy, bisexual witch, which I recommend watching for Halloween, maybe. Uh, Psycho, it's not a thriller, it's more of a rom-com. It's Kim Novak, you know, the same lady he was in Vertigo with. And I'm like, that's fucking weird, because in Vertigo, he also, Jimmy, Jimmy Stewart, also has a very helpful, amazing artist ex-girlfriend who helps him pursue Kim Novak. Who, um, you know, I don't, I don't know if she's supposed to be gay in Vertigo, but she's hot. Let's say she is. I don't know. Happy Halloween. That's my treat and my trick for you. You can delude yourself so you can have a wonderful time because we can't, we can't uh, physically trick or treat. I cannot hand you some candy, so that's what you get. Anyways, um, yeah. Too, and I'm like, that's really weird. Like, they're so in both movies, Jimmy Stewart and Kim Novak, he's got a helpful ex girlfriend who's a really good painter who has like a very cool in the 50s short name that starts with an M, like Midge and Merle. Because in Vertigo, she's Midge. And like, and I'm like, which one happened first? Like, who, who, like, knocked off who? Like, who, because I know that. Bell Book and Candle is based on, you know, a play that already happened, and I think the late, the late, I looked, and the lady, the lady's name is still Merle in the play, and, you know, that, that happened, like, pretty, let's see, like, it happened, that was written, like, like, really close to the, like, when the movie was filmed. So I'm like, okay. That that seems like that has a precedence. So in Vertigo, I, I mean, like, I guess I have to look at Bell Book again. I don't know. You know, I would have to see the play, but I don't know. I would have to find out if Merle is portrayed as a painter in the play. So this is, I thought this was going to be some kind of casual thing. But no, oh, and another Halloween time film trope. It's a murder mystery because I got to figure out who did it and who. Like, did, did Vertigo rip off Bell Book and Candle to portray an ex-girlfriend? Or did this just kind of happen all at the same time? Like, simultaneously like one of those serendipitous things like how i've just realized that like when you look at the thing like when it, the visual of your voice being recorded on the screen of this it looks like shawarma it looks like gyros like if you pause and then you talk real loud it's a really big like el pastor but then if you like talk quieter it's near the end of the night they gotta put more meat on the spit. Anyways, serendipity. I'm sure that's exactly how you use that word. But anyways, yeah, bell, book, and candle. Maybe we got five minutes left in the show. Maybe I can figure out why do gay people love Halloween. I mean, if they're gonna portray us as witches, maybe it's not just because they've got some some beef with us, but maybe they're like, uh, you guys really like Halloween. And I know there's articles about it, and I know I've studied things about it, and like, you know, you live in the Bay, and like, you know, there used to be the Halloween parade in the Castro, and that, I went to the last, that is where I traumatized, I believe, at the last Halloween, uh, 
grade is I got it. That'll be retraction to correction for next week. I don't remember if I was at the last Halloween parade in the Castro. Halloween, yeah. That last one or like second to last, but I was at one of the last few ones when I traumatized the one man bandman at Fisherman's Wharf because I was trying to be bisexual and I was not having a good time and I was having bad time and you say and do mean things and maybe they deserve it because they're horrible people uh, but yeah you know there, there's a, there's obviously like a thing that happens and uh, I hope that I don't find any hate websites as I try to look up quite a few people like Halloween but I know there's like an easy to read Winterstone uh, article about it but I'm pretty sure it, it was like, well, you can't get arrested. Ah, yes. Uh, well, yeah, I was, I guessed, I mean, I knew about it, but I also guessed I made it right. Like, you couldn't get arrested for, you know, being weird and flamboyant and cross-dressing and do a lot of things. And it's, it's, it's a, you know, really, a really important time. And it's also, we like, you know, good people, we like, it's, we like the monstrous, we like deviants, we like weird stuff, and, uh, you know, it's a time where you can just be rowdy, like, Halloween used to not only, uh, used to be, uh, you know, things were different where uh, Christmas was more scary, Halloween used to be real rowdy, and you could really go out and do whatever you wanted to do, like, you could burn stuff, like, and you could you know, say things, and then, you you know, throughout time, and like, the surveillance state rising, and you know, this and that, uh, a lot of that's, you know, that a lot of that, like, Halloween as, like, a time for, like, real mischief that everyone would do, kind of like a purge night, you know, but of not killing people, but stressing people out, you know, that used to happen, and like, you know, that's pros and cons, which I think it's more of like, a fascinating place, so it's like, that makes sense that people, queer people were like, yes, like, we get to do our thing, we gotta do it, cause like, back then, you know, you'd have to give up being a hot, sexy, bisexual Kim Novak witch to fucking marry Jimmy Stewart, and that's why I hate that movie. And I guess we'll talk about it all next week in Attractions and Corrections. <laughs> Thanks for joining me on this special Halloween episode. Love you all. Be good. Free Palestine. Learn about the protests going on in Iran, and have a, have a good Halloween. I love you all. Bye.